This is the Day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough. This is the day. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. What's up? What's up? What's up? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This is the Day with Pastor Wade. You know what it is. You know what it is. It is definitely my honor and privilege that you have taken the time out of your life to walk with me on this journey we call life. Hey, man, I know we talk week to week, but it seemed like, man, it seemed like I ain't talked to y'all in like forever. Listen, I appreciate every single one of you guys just for tuning in, just for listening, just for your interaction on Facebook, Twitter, and also Instagram. I just want to say, I just don't take that kind of stuff lightly. Listen, this is the day is is not my format. It's a format for all of us. It's a place where all of us can come and we can come reason together and we can say different things to each other and teach each other. And this is where iron sharpens iron. So I just want to let you guys know uh, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you guys and also definitely for the team that helps me at I Am Music Group. I definitely appreciate them. Listen, they make Pastor Wade look good, sound good. So I just want to say, just give a shout out and love to I Am Music Group, Casey, uh, Erica, and also Gio. I appreciate, love and appreciate you guys. Also, for those joining us for the very, very first time, what's up, what's up, what up? Hey. I definitely, I'm holding air hugs right now. I'm putting two arms out right now. Just showing you some uh, uh, love right now. If I saw you right now, I'm coming in for a real hug. So listen, if you still social distancing, hey, if you see Pastor Wade, just know Pastor Wade's coming in. So it is what it is. So you better run or just hold up the cross or something because I'm coming in to hug you. So I just want to say thank you for tuning in for this conversation and joining this conversation. Your opinion matters and is valid. And definitely let me tell you what this a conversation is all about what we do here at This Is The Day with Pastor Way. We like discussing various topics that the church body does not talk about on a Sunday or at a Bible study or just shut down from talking about it altogether because of the sensitive nature of the subject. All of us, you know it, I said all of us, Hebrew, Aramaic, Latin, and in the Greek. Uh, it all of us means all of us, no matter what you think, feel, or believe. Without judgment will not be made to feel like your feelings or opinions are not valid. And we can have a conversation freely and honestly. And like my boy TV says, keep it 100 here on This Is The Day with Pastor Wade. And I definitely, uh, before we get into it, listen, if you haven't joined any of our other conversations uh, before, if this is your first time tuning in, or if you haven't been with us since, since the very beginning, hey, go back and listen to those other conversations. And you can still interact with me with conversations like before we we're now on forgiveness, called to forgive. 
And so before that, we were on the disciplines of faith. And then uh, before that, we were on how to apply faith. Then be, uh, before that, we were on and how to treat one another. So uh, that one would never go out of style. You definitely want to listen to that every day. Because uh, we all need to be working on how we treat one another. You know, that's why we're at forgiveness right now, because so many things have been said or done over the last. Now we're about to be a year and four months. So many divorces didn't happen, broken relationships, friendships, uh, family members arguing. There's so many things. Lines have been drawn, people uh, choosing sides and all that kind of stuff, making people wrong. So forgiveness is definitely at hand at this moment. So uh, listen, how to treat one another is big. And then before we did how to treat one another, we did the 10 principles for a successful relationship because everything, you know what I say. Everything begins and ends with a relationship, even with God. It all started with a relationship. When uh, I don't care if you uh, in business, it has to start with a relationship. That's why there's no such thing as a self-made millionaire. It had to start with a relationship somewhere. Somebody helped you with the thought, the idea. You just didn't manifest it out of thin air. God even helped you. So I'm just saying you didn't do it by yourself. If you want to be in a relationship, whether it be friends or romantic, personal, whatever kind of relationship, it it always starts with people. We we are in the people business. We are built to be in relationship. And that's why we discuss different topics uh, here. What's going on in the world? I mean, come on, man. We, we, we got cultural tension right now. We got political tension right now. We, we got financial tension right now. We got spiritual tension right now. So, hey, 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 hey. There's a lot of things going on at this moment, and forgiveness is a major thing right now. That's why call to forgive is very important. So before we get into it, you know what we like to do. We like on the airplane, listen, I love it when they come on the airplane and somebody get on that microphone. I'd I, I rather to have them be funny and joking because I'm tired of hearing the same thing every time I get on the plane. But I love it when they say, please make sure your seat and tray tables are in the upright and locked position. And then on this plane, if you feel any turbulence, that is God shaking at the very root of what does not belong on this plane. If you're listening with somebody, which I pray that you are, look at them and say you ready look back at them and say i'm ready and if you by yourself look at the holy ghost he's right there with you whether you're a believer or not god is always present look at him and say i'm ready then let's go so forgive you know we got to start it off i got to set the tone of what forgive actually is you know we take that word forgive for granted you know oh, you just need to forgive or you gotta forgive or you know uh you gotta earn my forgiveness and i'll stop it let's look at let's really break out the word forgive what we're really saying when we talk about forgive because we have a saying of what forgive actually means but first let's just break the word down and let we ain't going to strongs we ain't going to the vines we ain't going to you know every uh commentary there is let's just go to the standard english definition of forgive because everybody got that dictionary.com you can get a dictionary if i say I, from the strongs when it was first used or from the vines y'all gonna be like what no let's go to the standard dictionary that means you can go get it right now and hey you know what i say pastor wade ain't no end all be all you know i don't know everything uh, but i i do know a lot about the little i know i know a lot about it so <laughs> 
I hope you caught that. So I may not know everything, but the little I know, I know a lot about it. So let's look at the word forgive. F-O-R-G-I-V-E. It means to grant pardon or uh, remission of uh, an offense or debt to absolve. Uh, it also means to grant to pardon, to cease to feel resentment against, to cancel a liability or a debt. And then the action word is that to pardon that offense or an offender. The word for in the word forgive means F-O-R. It means intended to belong to or be used in connection with in order to obtain, gain or acquire that word Give means in forgive means to present voluntarily and without expecting compensation or bestow. So when you look at the word forgive, synonym for the preposition word for, F-O-R, is because. And then the synonym for the word give is award or handover. I love handover. Then the synonym for the word forgive, the whole word is forget. So. What are we actually saying? Here we go. Remember when we forgive, we are actually saying to the person God has mandated us to forgive or even saying to ourselves, yes, you're supposed to forgive yourself. Don't get me started on that. I have something of yours that is intended for you that does not belong to me because God said so, that I must voluntarily hand over to you without any compensation, and I must forget about it. That's what we say when we forgive. So always remember that if you don't get anything else about this conversation, always remember uh, forgiveness is not yours. It already belongs to somebody else. And then we're going to begin now. We're going to get into uh, we talked about first the forgiveness is hard. Hey, y'all, y'all know me. Forgiveness is really hard, big time hard. Then uh, we also talk. The second thing we talk about forgiveness is complete. Hey, forgiveness will complete you. Why? Because you're not holding on to that resentment anymore. You're able to move forward. You don't have that tension or anxiety. Uh, you know, it's hard to not pay attention to somebody, not talk to them, not forgive them. You you got, it takes energy to do that. So you will be complete. You'll be able to move forward and flow. Then we also said forgiveness is costly. Oh my goodness, God. I'm going to do that one over again. Yes, it is. That's a, that was in episode uh, three. Yes. That's no, that was episode four. Uh, forgiveness is costly. So definitely you want to li- listen back to that one. Uh, and then now we're going to talk about the pursuit of forgiveness. Listen, you got you to gotta pursue forgiveness. That's why when somebody tries to say they have to come to me forgiveness or earn my forgiveness. No, 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 sir. No, ma'am. No, sir. No, ma'am. That is not the truth. You're supposed to look for the go give your forgiveness. Oh, wait a minute. It got quiet. It got quiet on me. I know it got quiet. If somebody, somebody said, what? What if they did me wrong? Then you need to go. You need to go tell them that you forgive them. Even if they did you wrong, you be first. Uh, see somebody just see did somebody just turned me off they somebody just listened somebody just had the you know the garage door shutters they just closed right now doing just shut the door no yes that is a new way of thinking for you yes you and i'm about to prove it to you we're about to go into it you're supposed to go pursue uh somebody to forgive them yes even if they wronged you forgiveness is not 
yours. What do we say? I have something of yours that is intended for you that does not belong to me because God has said so that I must voluntarily hand over to you without any compensation and forget about it. So it is not yours. So we must pursue, be in pursuit of forgiveness and be forgiving. Go give it to somebody. So we already talked about Matthew 18, 21 through 35. So uh, definitely go review that. Also, we talked about Colossians 3 and 13. And, but today we go use the scripture call in Hosea 2, 14 and 15. And you know, you know, I'm big on context, y'all. Come on now. You know, if anybody use scripture, whether it be the bishop of all tutus or, or pastors or, or deacons or whatever, anybody, always keep things into context. You know, because if you take the word text out of the word context, all you're left with is a con. So we do not con people. We do not use scripture for our own benefit that a lot of people in church try, do not try to do. They do to try to fit their own purpose. No, we do not do that. We take everything uh, in totality and understand the times when it's written, who is written for, especially when it comes to Paul's letters. Don't get me started on that. You know, people want to go by more about what Paul said than what God said. Uh oh. It got quiet on me right there. You know, everybody is quick to say, well, Paul said, well, what did God say? You know, because even Paul said, I speak as a man. Don't le- see, don't get me started on that. But let me go. <laughs> let me move forward. Uh, remember in the last episodes, we uh, looked at three aspects of what forgiveness looks like. Uh, we saw from God's most precious word that forgiveness is challenging. Hey, that thing is hard, y'all, because it demands a surrender of our rights to get even. You know, I got to get them back. We don't like that scripture when it says vengeance is mine, say it the Lord. We, we want to be like, well, God, let me be your avenger. That's why, hey, watch out for them Avengers. You know, they trying to do what God's supposed to do. But, hey, I'm going to leave that alone, even though I love the Avengers. Hey, Cap. Cap is funny. I love Cap. You know, Cap is uh, the man of integrity. But I'm going to leave that alone. (laughs) Forgiveness is uh, complete so that we as uh, men and women of God are released from our personal desire for retribution. Uh, Forgiveness is costly. Woo! Yet, there is no cost we could ever incur that compare with what uh, it cost God or what cost Jesus going to the cross, whether you're a believer it or not. Jesus died for every single person, every single culture, every, every, all around the world. And yeah, 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 yeah. Whether you're a believer or not, he did it. So, hey, that's you need to work on that uh, and, and figure that out, uh, whether you receive that or not, because it's a gift. So uh, you're not being condemned for it. You're not being made wrong for it. It's just uh, a simple truth jesus died for every single person every single male and female (laughs) regardless of what you want to call yourself yes uh i'm gonna leave that alone (laughs) but he died for every single body and then also uh when we uh put uh forgiveness into practice in our relationships whether with family friends church people or our co-workers we refocus our plans for our pain to god's plan and god's ways so our pain becomes relieved this is what we talk about not holding on to that resentment not holding on to that pain not holding on to that anger and our life can go in a better direction we can live better quality lives by practicing forgiveness our relationships can grow this is this what it's all about remember i said everything everything and i mean everything begins 
and ends with relationships. Uh, we can uh, become more useful to others and especially to God. Forgiveness is even worth the agony we may go through. Oh man, nobody likes that one. Nobody want to go through stuff, go through, go through the pain. Everybody want to go to heaven, but nobody want to die. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we hate that thing that they're going through pain and agony, but you know what? That That's what builds us. That's what makes us stronger. That's why we pray for endurance. We always want to pray for God to fix something. But Jesus talked about a lot about uh, pray for endurance. Not even though he says, hey, if it's your will, take this cup from me. But he says, hey, listen, give me the strength to keep moving forward. I'm just saying I could be speculating, but hey, I don't think so. Uh, understand this because it will heal wounds and relieve pain. We need not fear forgiveness or its results. Even if it scars us, we can take uh, to heart and realize that scars can be badges of honor to help us grow and mature and to redirect our wrong path onto the right direction. Now we can see how forgiveness searches for and actually goes in pursuit of us and how we can put it into practical action in our relationships. More on what forgiveness looks like we're about to talk about right now. And then understand this too, as men and women of God, we must extend ourselves to other people with love and that which flows out of love, forgiveness. So now we're, let's talk about that uh, forgiveness uh, pursues. Remember, we talked. I said we're going to talk about Hosea. So Hosea two fourteen through fifteen, and I, I like to use the New King James version. You know, some people like the New Living Translation. I like using the Amplified too. Some people like the Message Bible. Let's let's just use the New King J, NJKV or NKJV, whatever. <laughs> Hosea tells us that therefore, behold. I will allure her, will bring her into the wilderness and speak comfort to her. I will give her vineyards from there and the valley of uh, Achor as a door of hope. She shall sing there as in the days of her youth, as in the day when she came up from the land of Egypt. Understand this. There is possibly nothing greater and more dramatic to us as men and women of God in regards to God's character than his capacity to forgive. Listen, a friend of mine, we were on a Bible fellowship, a group of us gets on and uh, we're talking about the Bible. And she brought up this point talking about, we can't understand God's capacity, his forgiveness or his mercy that he gives to each and every one of us. Because, you know, I also made a, she made a great point and then I also responded and said, and piggyback off that with her, I says, you know, some people like to tell people who going to hell and who not going to hell. But in actuality, we don't know who's going to hell and not going to hell. Because you know why? Because God can choose to forgive whomever he wants to. Oh boy, it got quiet. God can forgive whoever was so people that have issues with people that are homosexual. There will be some uh, people that have people that have uh, murdered or killed somebody. There probably be a, we already know one uh, or we at least know a thief. You want to call him a murderer, a thief, whatever the, uh, the thief at the cross with Jesus. Jesus said this day you'll be in paradise. So some people think, you know, oh, the Bible says, you know, you not inherit the kingdom of God. Well, uh, uh, we don't know how uh, really we don't know how large 
or big God's capacity of forgiveness and mercy really is. We cannot possibly fathom or comprehend that. So my lesson to each and every bishops of all the tutus, people that want to judge other people and condemn them and stuff for different lifestyles and all that kind of stuff. I didn't say love the behavior or like the behavior. What I'm saying is let's not be quick to judge them or persecute them and say, oh, well, you ain't going to go to heaven. Uh, you're going to hell. We don't know that. And so, hey, you may be just going, uh, you may be going because uh, maybe you have some unforgiveness in your heart. I am going to leave. The, do I have any friends left? Man, I'm going to leave that alone. Like, listen, I, I, I'm feeling lonely. I'm feeling like John on the island of Patmos right now. Listen, if you if you love your boy, love Pastor Wade, hey, hit me up at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And coming soon, y'all could be able to view this on YouTube at Real Pastor Wade. What's up? Hit me up. Tell me you love your boy. You get what I'm saying? Hey, uh, put a hashtag uh, forgiveness. Listen, understand this. Most uh, non-Christians cannot fathom this quality and do not believe God can or even should forgive them. So they blatantly reject his forgiveness. There's so many people that blatantly reject God's forgiveness. They won't even forgive. This is where not even forgiving yourself. Listen, I know hey, some of us... It, Let's just say this. Uh, one of my mentors used to tell me, what if uh, God put on a movie screen everything that you did wrong? You know, we like talk about this closet that, you know, skeletons in the closet or people coming out the closet and all that. I don't know what is ever is in this closet. Last time I checked, the only thing in closets was clothes. But I don't know what it is about that. But whatever you've done or think you're the worst at or you're the worst person ever for, uh, trust me. Uh, if everybody had their uh, all their dirt, whatever they've done on a video screen and God allowed everybody to see that, trust me, the, like uh, with the lady, the woman that they were about to stone and Jesus started writing on the on the ground. We don't know what he was writing, but some tell me he was uh, he was writing out some people stuff or writing out names that the person whoever they did something to that they would only know writing something down to the effect probably that if you look down there and you recognize it you was like oh i need to shut up so i'm telling you we got to understand that we got to be able to forgive ourselves and receive forgiveness not only give forgiveness but also receive forgiveness because understand this other people only see a small facet of God's forgiveness because they refuse to apply it in their lives and hold on to bitterness and strife as their identity. Or perhaps they understand it a little, but think if someone wants my forgiveness, here we go. They have to come to me and seek it, or I do not have to do anything because I am the person who was wrong. Ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, I just want to say the dream to dream dream to dream team is in the house. I'm sorry. See, I got all distracted right there. But let me tell you this. Remember, I said earlier, this is about pursuit of forgiveness. That means going to pursue somebody to give your forgiveness as well. Not just and then also not waiting to receive it. What what is that? This is about being in a relationship. This is about giving somebody something that does not belong to you. Because God said so. Oh, man. some I don't have any friends left, but it's okay. Understand this. These attitudes are wrong and unbiblical. Uh, listen, I'm not one to make you wrong. I'm just saying that's the that's not the way to do stuff. You may, There's a better way. 
Now you can choose to do whatever you want to. Because you know on here we passed away, there ain't no judgment or condemnation. But I'm just telling you, that may not be the, the best course of action. The Bible tells us that the Christian has an obligation to actually pursue forgiveness, even if we are the ones wrong. It is our duty to go after the person who wronged us, not to retaliate, but to forgive. We have to see why this is important. And from our human point of view, how forgiveness will help in the vicious cycle of revenge and payback. Even when we cannot or refuse to see his plan. We may think it is not worth it, but God says otherwise. We may think it is unfair, but was it fair for our Lord to go to the cross? Innocent man went to the cross and died for all of our sins. Whether you're a believer or not, it still happened in history. This may go against our pride and our culture, but this is what we are called to do. God expects us to entice forgiveness from the person we offend or the person who offends us. Listen, many, many years ago, you know, I've been in, you know, I was always, grow, I always grew up in church, but then, you know, uh, like most, you know, them college years, you know, I strayed away from church and, you know, but I'm the only one as we doing, as we sinning and doing dirt, I'm the only one, you know, quoting scriptures in the middle of that. So, you know, everybody looking for me to scripture and all that kind of stuff. So I've seen different things and experienced different things. Uh, and then I remember, uh, it was early in my church years. We had an elder at church where I was coming up and I was on staff and there was a minister. He took the elder's daughter along with 20 other youths to a, a winter camp. On the way home, the daughter realized she had forgotten her gloves. Uh, and then this elder was furious with the minister because she had forgotten her gloves at camp. That minister apologized to the dad who's the elder and took responsibility for the gloves. He told him that he would contact the camp the first thing in the morning and arrange uh, to get the gloves back. But this just doesn't seem to work for the elder. The elder was uh, infuriated even more. And from then he persisted in a very condescending and mean attitude toward the minister. You know how church folk get y'all, man, church folk. I, I hate, and I hate saying this, but man, it, it the world would accept you with your faults and forgive you easily. All you got to do is say, I'm wrong, I'm a wretch, and that's it. Man, the church, when you talk about forgiveness, does not forgive easily. Man, they want to crucify you, man, and and, and basically, you know, cast you out and all that kind of stuff. Now, let me, let me make this disclaimer. I'm not talking about uh, leaders or teachers in the church. They're held to a different standard. Even the Bible talks about how teachers are judged more strictly. I'm just talking about the average person. I'm not talking about an influencer in church. That's a different That's a different kind of punishment. That's a different kind of course of action we must take. The Bible is very clear about that. But I'm talking about just the average person that comes in, that goes to church, and people find out uh, they did something or they have a certain life, lifestyle, and then all of a sudden they're the worst thing uh, in the world, and we do not forgive. We put them on the cross, and and that's it. But in the world, listen, all you got to do, you, you have an alcohol problem, go to rehab, say, I'm sorry. I mean, whatever the issue is, uh, you can all there's always second chances and more chances in the church. There only seems to be one chance, and that is a sad, sad situation. But moving forward, so uh, the minister eventually took responsibility. Uh, he asked uh, 
uh, the elder for forgiveness, even though he did nothing wrong. So I'm witnessing all of this because I know the, the whole story. And then the thing about it is you got to understand the minister was responsible for 20 of the kids and their safety, their spiritual growth. And, and, but according to that elder who was mad because the daughter forgot the gloves, which where does the daughter be responsible? And I'm gonna leave that alone. But he was holding the minister also responsible for the article of closing. But see here also too, here's an example. You see how petty we're mad at people over stuff this ain't even major this is something hey uh she forgot her gloves you know i'm uh the minister's talking about i'm gonna work on getting them back but the elder is still upset uh you should have watched make sure my daughter i was like whoa okay and when, as the minister went in because i can't say the name because i know the person when telling me about what was going on and then seeing something i was like oh wow so then the thing about it is the elder just would not get it about uh, forgiveness at all. And then also from his perspective, the minister did a great injustice toward him since his daughter did not bring back the expensive pair of gloves. Therefore, as the leader, the minister is responsible. That's from the elder's point of view. Even though the elder received the gloves in the mail a few days later, he would not forget the incident and this tarnished not only their relationship but also the minister's reputation with him and with several other people in church that elder made it a point to let everyone know see how petty people get church folk let everyone know what a bad youth pastor he was because his daughter's gloves were left at a camp uh 10 of those kids by the way i'm just saying 10 of those kids uh, came to know the lord including that elder's daughter and this was one of the best camp experiences from what they said that they ever been a part of. But the gloves incident is what everyone remembers. And that is a sad situation. Romans 12 tells us, and this is from the NIV. I'm using NIV. This I usually don't like using NIV, but I'm using it today. It says, do not take revenge, my, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heat burning coals on his head and the Lord will reward you. This experience gave me the chance to witness firsthand what the term burning coals was all about. The more the minister was nice and forgiving to this elder, the more he was insolent and belligerent. In contrast, he had an issue with another pastor at the same church, y'all. So we're starting to see a pattern here. This pastor decided not to follow the scripture principles, but rather the ways of the world. They came to a mutual understanding and respect for one another. So it takes you, it makes you wonder if forgiveness was even worth it. Then I realized that probably neither these men knew the Lord or at the very least did not have a growing effectual relationship with God. So they did not know how to express themselves in a godly way. All they knew was Galatians 5, 19 through 20, and then verses 22 through 23 taught a foreign concept, which is the fruit of the spirit. They did not want to pursue or acknowledge. So this made me realize that is why are we to offer forgiveness freely, even when we are not in the wrong forgiveness. Here we go. Forgiveness models Jesus. People do not like 
God because he calls us from our complacency and comfort into conviction and growth where few are attracted or willing to go. So we have to chase down forgiveness because out of our pursuit of forgiveness, we will build better relationships and reconciliation. A few years later, come on now, that elder came around and actually helped the minister when his car broke down. The typical response, and if you don't remember anything else, remember this. The typical response from society is, I could care less or forget about it in a cynical tone. These are expressions of hurt, even though they verbally say otherwise. The burning coals will convict them or punish them because they do not see the cost that the Lord paid for them. They are unwilling to respond to the gift of grace. Jesus pursues them and all they have to do is respond to his call. The world's desire is to tell a person off and seek revenge. To observe this, watch the daytime talk shows. We as men and women of God are called to a higher standard, one that builds, edifies, and reconciles. Ladies and gentlemen, I pray you enjoyed our time together as much as I did. Thank you for tuning in to episode five, Call to Forgive. I thank you for all your support and responses. New episodes release every Thursday on iTunes and Spotify at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please remember to subscribe and don't just listen to these episodes just one. Get them ingrained in your spirit. Remember, when we forgive, we are actually saying to the person, God has mandated us to forgive is, I have something of yours that is intended for you, that does does not belong to me because God said so, that I must voluntarily hand over to you without any compensation and must forget about it. A special thanks to I Am Music Group and my man KC for producing this show, Erica Duff for the artwork and the Flow Therapy Morning Show with Coco B and Frank Nitty on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, Alex Teamer, aka 18 for the baseline, Pastor Warren Campbell and Lena Bird Miles for This Is The Day intro and she has a new album out go look it up lena bird miles today also a shout out to shannon jackson and shay j entertainment and the holy ghostbusters mobile ministry a shout out to my man julian Payne at the house of no hole barbershop look him up he's a celebrity barber to the stars <laughs> also if you're in the greater los angeles area hey look him up i'm telling you he keeps me looking fresh i go every week y'all come on now also remember to subscribe to this is day on whatever podcast platform you use you can also follow me on facebook instagram or twitter and now youtube at real pastor wade and wade is spelled w a i d and remember post any subject titles you'd like discuss on this is day facebook or in my youtube comments uh as well or feedback on my instagram stories or what you thought about the conversation Always remember, God believes in you, and so do I. Till next time, this is the day. This is always the day for breakthrough, victory, redemption. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This Is The Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W-A-I-D, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.